I was wondering and praying and thinking, asking God what I could say to you tonight, what I could bring to y'all tonight that would be helpful and encouraging to you. And I thought about some things that's been going on in this church, Pastor. I've been thinking on how God has been moving in the church the last few months and how different things has been going on, how different things have been taking place by people being touched in different ways, how people have been saved and being healed, and how God has been moving in our service. And I'm not going to try to take anything away from what he said, but I remember a few weeks ago he said there's a, there's a shifting going on in the services. There's a shifting going on here at this church. And I believe in the last few weeks we have seen some shifting going on. I'm going to go somewhere here in just a few minutes with you, but I, I also got to thinking yesterday as I was sitting at home thinking about the night service, and I thought about Monday night. I thought about Monday night in the men's meeting. And let me encourage you, if, you, if you've been missing out going to the men's meeting and the ladies' meetings on, on a second Monday of uh, every month, you need to start going. It's not just to come and sit down and eat and talk and leave. I'm going to tell you right now, we've had some different meetings. We've had different men's meetings. We've had different events. We've had different people to come and speak. We've even had people to come and sing. But Monday night was different. I don't know, Pastor, how you felt about it, but Monday was a complete different men's meeting than I can ever remember we've ever had. We've had a sp we had a guest speaker Monday night, and you would know who he is. You know, y'all know who Glenn Davis is, Pastor Glenn Davis. He was our guest speaker Monday night, and uh, he's now he's in Rome. He's pastoring a church there, but he he stayed over from the funeral Saturday to speak to us. And the first thing Glenn said when he stood up there, and I'm sure no one has told him what was going on in these church services. Nothing, he's probably, he didn't know what's been taking place in our services the last few weeks. But Glenn, as soon as he stepped up to the pulpit and started speaking, the first thing he said, he said, the Lord has told me to tell you that this church, things are going to start happening. Things are going to start place, take place in this church where people are going to be healed. People are going to be ministered to in the way they need to be touched and minister to. People are going to be saved, and people are going to feel the Spirit in this church. And this is what really got me when he said this right here. He said, Pathway is going to be the hot spot of where this is going to start taking place. And I thought what he, if all the ministers that stood up here in this pulpit, when we first moved over here from the, from the gym, of many ministers that stood here and said that things are going to happen in Pathway. And I thought about how many years have passed since they've stood here and said that, and Glenn said that right then at that time. Even in a men's meeting, he said that, that this is going to be the hot spot for things to start taking place. As I thought about that and got to wondering how I could go tonight and give you something that you probably, you, you probably have already heard and you've already listened, and I'm sure you probably thought now if, if you knew I was going to be here, you would have stayed home. But I've got something I want to talk to you a few minutes about, if that's all right, church. I thought about in our life the things we go through, the different things we have to face, the different situations in our life that we have to go up against. And sometimes there's times we wonder how we're going to overcome the things we have to go against in our lives. 
And I'm sure we question God sometimes, why are we going through this? And how come I'm having to go through this? But I got to thinking of this song because, you know, there's times we're going to face things, church. There's times, Marilyn, we're going to have to face things in our lives that we're going to question God and ask Him why. But just like this song says, even in them times we're facing them situations and them problems and them difficult times, there is an answer. There is a hope. If you'll just hold on to the hand of God, there's going to be a way out. That song wasn't made just for just somebody to get up and make a song for just to make money out of. That song was made for a reason to let people know even in them hard times and them struggle times you're going through, through it all, it's going to be okay. If you're just trusting God and trusting the Lord and believing Him. It would be so easy, church, for me to stand here right now and say there's someone out there right now that's going through something. Because there's a couple of us here tonight. But the Lord didn't tell me to say that. And I would be wrong to say that. But I know there's times we're going to go through some things. You're going to face some things in your life and you're going to struggle through some times that you're going to wonder where the hope is. I'm going to tell you where the hope is, and that's in Jesus Christ. There is an answer for them struggling times that you don't know how you're going to get out of it, Janice. There's times you're going to face things, you're going to ask why, and I'm going to tell you right now, that's Jesus who's going to take care of you. All you just have to hold on to his hand. And as I was praying and asking God, I said, God, these people have heard messages and messages about how you're going to touch and how you're going to minister to the time of their needs. And I thought about somebody in the Bible that we've all heard about and that we've all listened to many pastors preach about and many evangelists speak about this person. We've heard many people get up and preach about this person in the Bible and you've even read the scriptures and that's Job. And I thought about Job's life. And I thought about, you know, there, there's an old saying that we've all said once or, to, once or twice in our lives, church, and you probably said it that I'm having a bad day. I'm having a real tough day. And I thought about some of the things in our lives can make us have a bad day and what can make us have some tough times. And this may be a little funny, but I thought of some things that probably happened to people and I thought of things that's went in my life that's caused me to have some tough times and some bad days. And I thought about, you know, this may be funny, like I said, and I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Uh, you may can relate to them. How about you, the ones of you that gets up in the morning and you get up and you go into the bathroom and you turn on the shower and you step in the shower and you find out sometime during the night your water heater quit working. And all you got is cold water. And you've got to take a shower with the cold water. That's going to mess your day up, isn't it? And then I thought about this. I thought about this right here. This is really going to mess some people's lives up during the day. After you get through washing your hair and you go over to the hair dryer and you pick up the hair dryer and you turn it on and sparks start flying and smoke starts going everywhere and your hair dryer quits working and you ain't got a spare. That's going to tear your mess your day up, right? Now what about what about you ladies? This is a real good one here. You know, you ladies sometimes, you know, and I, I see this with Lynn, you know, You'll get dressed, and you, you've got an appointment to go to, and you've got somewhere to go, and you want to look nice, and you get dressed. And you go in there, and you get your, these things they call flat irons and curling irons and all kind of irons. I don't know. 
You grab it, and all of a sudden you find out that it's broken, it doesn't work, and your hair is just going all over the place, and you've got an appointment to be at. That's going to mess up your day, ain't it, Karen? Okay. And here's one more, and I know this is kind of funny, but I'm just, I see this at work. At work, we've got a, we've got a, a coffee machine. And that it's for our, for our customers when they come in, they can get coffee, and also for the employees. And sometimes our employees, they, they, they kind of always don't get there on time. They're always kind of maybe running in a little bit late. So they'll run in there thinking that they're going to get their coffee for the morning. Well, they'll run in there, and they'll go, walk up there to the machine. They'll grab their coffee cup and find out that somebody didn't need to turn it on. Or they'll find out that it's, we run out of coffee the, that day before. Now, that don't bother me. I don't drink coffee, so I just laugh at them because I know they're going to have a terrible day. But I thought about this was kind of funny, and I get it. That's things that makes us have bad days. But I thought about Job. I thought about Job's life, and I thought about the difficult days he was going through. And if anybody had the right to say they had a bad day, that was Job. Job was having a tough, tough day. Job was having some really tough times in his life. And you can read the scriptures, you know, in Job. It talks about how Job was lost everything he had. Job lost his family. He lost his family members. He lost his home. He lost his land. He even lost his way of making a living by losing his animals. Job was having a tough time, church. Job was having a hard time. But you can read on and see how Job handled this. It would have been so easy for Job just to give up and to back down and say, I'm done. I've lost everything. I have no reason to live. But you can see Job held on. Job knew where his hope was. Job knew where the answer was. He knew even though it was tough at that time, church, even though he was having a tough situation he was dealing with, he knew through it all it was going to be okay if he trusted in God. And he kept holding on to the hand of God. And we see at the end of the Bible it sees where he was blessed and God blessed him in many ways. There's times, church, you're going to face some things. There's times you're going to go through some difficult times. There's times it's going to get dark and it's going to get cloudy and you don't know how you're going to face what you've got to face anymore. That's when you've got to hold on to the hand of God. Even when it gets tough and you're about ready to give up, you keep trusting. You keep holding on Him because I can promise you this, if you hold on to Him one more time, one more day, through it all, it's going to be okay. You know, I think about some of the greatest people in the Bible. I think about some of the wonderful people we read about in the Bible, and I thought about one, a couple of people, and I thought about, I thought about the three Hebrew, Hebrew children. And I thought about when I've heard that many times growing up in Sunday school and hearing people preach about it. And I thought about these three boys while they were standing there probably in front of the king. And as they were standing there in front of the king, he told them, you know, you know the story. You need to bow down. If you don't, you're going to get thrown into the fiery furnace. And I probably, probably in their minds for a moment, they probably could have thought, no, it would be so easy for us to bow down and then when this is all over and everybody leaves, we could, we could ask for forgiveness and move on. But I could, I could just see these three boys standing there when he says, if you don't bow, this is going to be it for you. I could just see them knowing that no matter how hard it was fixed to get for them, no how hard the situation and the difficult times was fixed to come their way. They knew if they just trusted God, no matter how the outcome was going to be, they were going to be all right. 
And you can clearly see how the story went when they pushed him into the fiery furnace, when they got it hotter than it ever was before. And you read on, you see when they pushed him in, what happened? God was there. God showed up in the right time. God knew when it was going to be okay. God knew they was going to, that he was going to take care of them, so he moved in and grabbed them and put his arms around them, and they walked around shouting and praising God because they knew if they had trusted him one more time through it all, it was going to be okay. I thought about Daniel. I thought about, you know, I've, 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 you, you have too, and I know you've, you've been to the zoo before. And I thought the times I've been at the zoo, and I've been to the one in Memphis, and I've walked around, and I've been where the lions and the tigers was, and how they've got it fixed where you can get real close to them. And I thought about sometimes what would happen if that lion or that tiger's decided that he wanted to jump out of that, how easy that would be. And what would happen if he would jump out? He would probably attack somebody. And I thought about the day, you know, in my mind, I was thinking about how Daniel was standing there, and they was probably getting ready to push him into the lion's den. And I thought about how Daniel stood there, and he probably, even in his mind, he wondered what the outcome was going to be. He probably wondered how difficult, he knew how difficult this situation was and the problems that he was fixing to face if they pushed him in. But I could just see Daniel getting bold and strong because he knew no matter what the outcome was going to be, no matter how it turned out at the end, he knew God was going to be there for him. He knew God was going to take care of him some way or another. And you see the outcome. And then I thought about David. I thought about David probably the night before David was going to step out on the battlefield to face the giant. I thought about probably in his mind he was probably going over it. Now, this is me thinking. I just, it's not the Bible. This is me thinking this. Probably he was wondering in his mind how he was going to be able to do this. How was he going to be able to handle what was coming against him? How was he going to be able to fight that giant that was going to come against him that next day? And he probably even prayed and asked God for the ability to go out there and do what he had to do. He probably even knew that no matter what the outcome was going to be, he was still going to have to do it. And I believe whenever he stood up, stood, stepped out on that battlefield that day, church, I believe the Lord showed up that day and gave him the strength, encouraged him, and led him out there on that battlefield to do what he had to do. And you know the story, how it ends. What I'm trying to tell you, church, there's times you're going to have to face a giant. There's times you're going to have to face a battle in your life. There's times it's going to get hard. The Lord never promised every day it was going to be perfect. He never said just because you're a child of mine, you're going to have great days every, every day. There's times we're going to have to face some battles. There's times it's going to get dark, church. There's times it's going to rain. There's times the lights are going to be out, and we're going to wonder how we're going to face what we're going through. And you may be here tonight and you're going through a problem and you've been praying about it and maybe you've been praying about the same situation for days and weeks and months and years. You don't give up now. You don't give up on God. You keep trusting in Him. Because I'm here to tell you right now, if you don't get nothing else I say tonight, 
If you don't believe anything else I say, you get this. If God has promised you he'll take care of you, he's going to take care of his children. He will take care of you to the end. And when you're going through them battles and when you're going through them wilderness and it seems like it's closing in on you and you can't get to the end of it and the lights are out and you can't see the end of the light of the tunnel, you allow God to lead you through that tunnel. You allow him to lead you through that and to face what you've got to go through. Psalms 34, verse 17 reads, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. The Bible clearly says there's times even the righteous are going to go through some trouble. Sometimes we're not going to see the way we want it to turn out when we pray about something. Sometimes we may pray to God and ask Him to take care of a situation this way. Answer it the way I want you to answer it, Lord. Take care of it the way I want you to answer what I've been praying about. And there's sometimes he doesn't answer the way we want him to. There's sometimes he don't take care of what we've been praying about exactly what we, like we wanted him to. But I can tell you this, church, he knows the best way to take care of things. You don't give up praying. You don't give up trusting in God. Even though he doesn't answer the way you want him to, doesn't mean that he doesn't love you, that he does not care for you. He loves you. And who else in the world would have died on the cross for you? You know, I hear people saying that I love this person so much that I would die for them today if, they, if I had to. And I question sometimes if people really would do that. But I know someone that did. I know somebody that did. And that was Jesus. And he died on the cross for each and every one of us to show us that he does love us, that he will be, for the, be there for us to carry us through the hard times, to carry us through the thick times and the difficult times and the rough times. And even in storms, when they come in, he will be there for you. I've gone through a lot of things in my life that I've prayed and asked God for direction in my, to help me with, to help me with the struggles that I've faced in my life. And sometimes it didn't turn out just exactly like I wanted it to. But I know through it all, if I just hold on to the hand of God, he's got it took care of. I want to challenge you here tonight, church. And, you know, and I said at the beginning that it would be easy to say there's someone here, and I'm not doing that. But if you are here tonight and you're going through a situation, you're going through some struggles, you're going through a hard time right now, you just hold on and trust in the Lord because he'll take care of you. He'll be there for you in them difficult times. As I was thinking, like I said, and I was praising, praying to God and said, give me a direction tonight, Lord, for this church. And I know it's Wednesday night, and I know this is different. I know it's usually Bible study night. 
And the pastor will be back to start his Bible studies pretty soon, and I know you'll be happy for that. But I thought about in Job chapter 1, verse 9, it reads, Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied, Have you not put a hedge around him and his house? Hold, hold in everything he has. You have blessed the works of his hands so that the flocks and herds are spread throughout the lands. And I thought about where it says right there, hasn't God put a hedge around you, around him? And I thought about what, in my mind, what a hedge would be, and I thought about a hedge would be something like a wall, maybe. And I thought about how it says where God put a, jo a hedge around Job. And I thought about our lives, church. I thought about us. And I thought about how God sometimes puts a wall around us for a reason. There's times Satan's going to come against us. There's times we're going to have to go through things that Satan's going to come against us and making us think we're not going to be able to overcome it. That he's going to put doubt into our minds. He's going to put uh, discouragement in our minds. He's going to make us feel that we're not going to be able to face nothing that's coming against us. And that's what I believe the Lord comes in and puts that wall around us for we can fight off the fiery darts of, that Satan throws at us every day. I don't have to tell you what Satan's job is. You know what it is. He's just wanting to destroy us. He wants to put doubt into our minds. He wants to put doubt in our hearts. He wants us to live in fear. But that's when the Lord comes in and says, I'm going to take care of my children. I'm going to take care of this one, uh, the best way I know how. I'm going to put a hedge around them that they can fight off these darts that are coming against them. And you may have darts coming at you tonight, church. You may have something coming against you tonight. You allow Lord, the Lord to come in and put the hedge around you. You allow him to build a wall around you tonight. And I promise you, if you allow him to do that, he will take care of you through the tough times. Church, I, I, I just wanted to give you my heart tonight. And I said this was different and this was a... Definitely not a Bible study night. I get that. But I just felt like I had to tell you tonight because I feel like in these days that we go through some times and that we're going to have to face some things. No matter how tough it gets, no matter how hard it gets, just like the song says, through it all, we're going to be okay if we just hold on and trust into the Lord. Whenever I found out I was going to speak to you tonight, I, I, I kind of got a little nervous and got a little worried because I said, what can I say to these people that they haven't heard before? And if you don't get nothing else I say tonight, you get this. The Lord will be there for you if you allow him. He will take care of you. He will guide you in them hard times. Sister Deborah Hill will be there for you because he loves you. He loves each and every one of you. And he will take care of his children in these last days. And I believe in these last days we're going to see miracles in this church. I believe we're going to see people that come in here that are broken hearted. People that are down and discouraged. People that are wanting to give up because they have no hope. And I believe that's why this church is here. But I believe God is going to touch each and every one that comes in here that has a broken heart. But I do know he's going to take care of us 
And he's going to let us be the ones that helps these people that comes in. And I want to encourage you tonight, you just keep holding on. You don't give up on God now. It's too, you've went too far now to back down. And if you're here tonight and you're facing a battle and a struggle, just allow God to take care of it, church. You give it to God. You just Before you walk out of here tonight, you say, hey, I'm through trying to do it on my own. I'm one of the world's worst to do, try to do something on my own. And I'll mess up many things. I'll tear up many things trying to do it on my own before I ask for help. There's times I'll try to put something together and before I get help, I'll have it destroyed. But I know there's times I've got to turn it over to the Lord. And I know there's battles that I go through that I have to have help. And that's when I let the Lord take care of it. And I want to challenge you and, and give you this. If you're here tonight and you're going through a struggle, you don't have to do it on your own, church. You give it to the Lord. I want to ask that you'd stand with me if you would. I want to thank the pastor for allowing me to speak tonight. And, and I hope what I said was something encouraging, gave you something that would help you, that you can use. And he will be back soon. But I love you, but I want you to know the Lord loves you a lot more than I do, and he will be there for you in them tough times. In them dark times and them stormy nights, he will guide you. I want you to bow your heads if you would. And I want you in your own way. I'm not going to, I'm just going to do this this way and then we're going to be dismissed. I want to ask you to do this for me. If you are struggling with something tonight, you don't have to come down here. You don't have to have nobody to pray for you. I want you to just say, God, I'm giving it to you tonight. I want you to take completely control of what I'm going through. I'm tired. I can't do it no more by myself. I'm through trying to do it on my own. Take over. Take control and, and work this out the best way you know how to take care of it. We're going to pray, and I want you to pray in your own way with me, if you would, please. Father, we come to you tonight, and we thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. I want to thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be able to speak tonight, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that I said something that would help somebody in some way or another. But I want you to, Lord, I ask tonight, if there's someone there that's standing out there that has a need, that is going through something tonight that they need help with, that you would completely take control of it, that you would put your hand up on the situation and touch them tonight before they leave here. Like the song was, that was played and sung, Lord, through it all, no matter whatever the outcome may be, you take care of it. You take care of the situation the person may be going through. And, Lord, we give you the praise for what you're going to do in the lives of each and every one out here tonight. And I ask you again to touch this congregation, touch this church, bless this church in a mighty way, Lord. Move in this church that souls will be touched, lives will be ministered to in mighty ways. Lord, you said many times, many people have stood behind the pulpit here and said that you're going to pour out your anointing where people will be ministered to, hearts will be touched, souls will be touched and ministered to. And Lord, I pray that Pathway will be that church Lord, that the things will be fulfilled in these last days. And we give you the praise in your wonderful name.
And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the opportunity, church. And I, and I do hope from the bottom of my heart you don't understand. You will never know. You know, I'm, I'm one of these people that I don't say a lot. I'm not a person that expresses herself a lot. One of them that kind of fades off into the back a lot. But I want you to know I love each and every one of you, and I care for each and every one of you, and I pray for you. Believe it or not, I'm not just saying that. I do pray for this church and for you. And I want you to know that there's a somebody that loves you so great and so much that when you hurt, they hurt. And they'll never give up on you, and that's Jesus. And I'll tell you right now, please don't ever give up on the Lord. The Lord's coming back, church. I know this is Wednesday night, and I know this is what they say to church. You know, the backbone of the church is a Wednesday night crowd. But I hope each and every one of you become closer to the Lord than you ever have in these last days. And I hope you're ready and prepared whenever the Lord does what He's promised for many, many years that He's going to do in this church. And I hope you're ready to accept what He's going to do in this church. Because Brother Glenn, what the other night when he said what he said, and no one's probably talked to him about what's going on and what's been taking place when he said this is going to be the hot spot. And I thought about, and I know I, I, I'm... Just give me a few minutes, if you would, please. And I thought about when he said this is going to be the hot spot. Exactly what did he mean by that? And I thought about being a hot spot. That means this community around is going to see things happen. There's things going to take place in this church like never before. And this community is going to start seeing it. And they're going to want to be a part of it. I pray that each and every one of you will be ready and accept what God wants to do in these last days. And I love you and thank you so much for allowing me to speak tonight. And I just want to say God bless each and every one of you and I hope you have a great rest of the week. And I guess you're dismissed. <laughs>